alien spacecraft did not crash in Roswell, New Mexico in 1947. You know flat earthers, I guarantee it. But you don't know who they are because they're afraid of talking about it. Welcome to the 23rd annual Subliminal Deception Podcast, your weekly dose of conspiracy theory bullshit. My name is Cody, and I'm joined by my pal Phil. How are you? Doing good, buddy. How about yourself? I'm I'm doing pretty good. We we spoke briefly before recording that I am now engaged in war with a car salesman, and <laughs> so I haven't bought a new car in quite a while, and. I really haven't fucked with, even though I work at a car place, I don't fuck with the salespeople. And when I went there to test drive the car and everything, I got enthralled with his mind tricks and stuff, right? So literally, I pull up in the dealership and like the Jeep that I was driving is, fuck, I don't even know. I think it might be like a 2008 or something. Pull up, he's like, man, sweet Jeep. He's like, do you store this in the winter? I'm like... No, it's fucking <laughs> rust right there, dude. What are you smoking? Like, I know it's just like a con thing or whatever. But anyway, yeah. so we went for the test hey. drop. What? Would you would you like a little tug on your dick there? <laughs> How you doing, buddy? <laughs> no, the best part was that, so we were going inside to discuss numbers or whatever, and and he's giving me a rundown of everything, and basically, he keeps asking me over and over, he's like, what can we do to get you in this vehicle tonight? And I keep telling him, I'm like, sir, I have to drive my own car home. I cannot buy this car and then just, I'm not going to buy a car and then just leave it on the lot. And he's like, well, I'm going to, you know, get my finances taken care of back home and I'll come back or whatever. Then he's like, hey, can you just, why don't you talk to my manager for a minute? You know, you guys spoke because I emailed him. And he comes over. He's reeking like fucking, he smoked 20 packs of Marlboro Red cigarettes. (laughs) And he shakes my hand. He's got a grimy look on. He's like, what can we do to get you in the car tonight? I'm just like, God damn it. I just want to get out of here. I'll be back when I'm ready to, sir. It's just, Dude, I'm telling you, you're getting older now. You might want to think about a Nissan Altima. Like, <laughs> a, nice, a nice family sedan, you know. <laughs> nah, I got to keep young at heart somehow. Anyway, Phil, uh, anything exciting going on in Arizona? Uh, not really. It's hot as fuck. Uh, it's been nice the past couple of weeks, but I'm boiling my fucking nuts off today. So <laughs> what's it? What per temperature, usual? What temperature is hot as fuck for you? Uh, over one ten. Okay. So, yep. Yep. That's it's, it's that's been hot. like it's been like one hundred to like one hundred eight. I think for the past like week, so it's been pretty decent. But today, I think it got up to like maybe one fourteen, one fifteen. So <laughs> like in the afternoon, especially, it <laughs> was bad. It's funny because you're cooking alive, and I swear here it's storming every other day. So <laughs> I think it was uh, like two days ago. It was sunny in the morning. I get to work. You know, I'm just working, and I work kind of outside, and it just starts fucking downpouring. And like I have to c- go back and forth inside and outside. I'm just like soaking wet by the time I'm done. I'm just like, God damn it. And then I have to have wet feet all day. Fuck, I hate that. Oh, that's shitty. (laughs) 
I, uh. <laughs> I love, uh, I know somebody who, who used to be afraid they were going to get trench foot from that. I'm like, ah, I, th- <laughs> I think it takes a little longer for trench foot to sit in than fucking six hours with wet feet, man. I think you have yeah. to be in like disgusting mud trenches for like hours on end. Spend a few weeks fucking hiking it through fucking rice paddies and mm-hmm. yeah, then you might get trench foot, but. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's happening in an afternoon. <laughs> that always, <laughs> Unless your hygiene's just fucking dog shit. <laughs> that always made me laugh. Um, what I wanted to talk about that we didn't get time to last week was the movie Us. Now, Phil, you had recommended this to me, and I had finally been able to actually watch it last week. And I hope uh, this might be a spoiler for anybody. Just jump ahead like two minutes. But... Yeah, uh, how would you? What would you say is a better movie, Get Out or Us, Phil? Uh, I actually did catch Get Out um, after I watched Us, and throughout Get Out, I was still thinking like Us was a better movie. But then that last, I think, twenty minutes of Get Out was just crazy suspenseful. Mm-hmm. Like the entire movie Us wasn't as suspenseful as the last twenty minutes of Get Out. So I think Get Out probably was the better movie. The last thing I want to talk about with us is I'm so confused at the ending because obviously the doppelganger had switched with her, right? But somehow... Yeah, when they were kids. But how did the original girl then empower the entire army of doppelgangers to rise up and take over? Like, that's I where, don't know. Uh, <laughs> that's where that's I'm, a good question. That's where I was so fucking confused. I'm like, what? what is going on here? Because... I, I don't Maybe know. Maybe she's the Keanu Reeves character. I guess. Know? I guess. But like the part where they're at the house at night and they're just like sitting, you can see him silhouetted in the background. That part is so fucking creepy. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine you're in your house and you just like peer outside and there's just like four people just sitting there, just staring. They don't move. They don't react when you yell at them. They just sit there and just stare. That is fucking creepy. Yeah, the part at the end that kind of was a little weird about that movie was the Hands Across America thing that, like, the doppelgangers were all doing. Like, yeah. you would think it was, like, that should be when they're doing, like, stage two of the fucking war, you know? Yeah. Not, like, a Hands Across America thing. <laughs> like, that I, part was a little weird for me at the end. Yeah. I could have done without that. <laughs> like, it's it okay. should have been, like, what what was that zombie movie where they were locked up in the mall? Um, Dawn of the Dead? Was that was Dawn of the Dead, yeah. yeah. It should have been like the end of scene of Dawn of the Dead where they just have cutaways of like Rampage, you know? Because that's what it should have been, but right. I don't know. Man, I love that movie. The, uh, oh, yeah, that's a classic. I've, are you, I assume you're talking about the remake and not the original. Oh, most definitely the remake. Yeah. yeah. I've watched, I seriously have watched that movie at least like 20 fucking times. I love that movie. Anyway, Phil, yep. should we dive in here? Most definitely. Let's go for it. I have no idea what this is going to be, so I'm super fucking pumped. <laughs> well, I told you, uh, it's kind of, I consider it kind of a big one, kind of a big one in the conspiracy world. Um, and I had a request that maybe we park, hit the brakes on the aliens for a minute and <laughs> go with maybe an assassination. And All right. who I decided to do was uh, Princess Diana of Wales. Now, I, okay, I think, how old were we? I was, we had to be in like fifth grade or something. I can still remember this happening. Probably 11. You think we're young? 
Yeah, I suppose. 97. Yeah. Now we'd be in like fifth grade. Fifth grade. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure because we were at Catholic school in the time. I'm sure they told us that Satan did it, huh? Yeah. Well, we were all told that she was a skank because she uh, got divorced because she Uh, wanted divorce. Right, right. (laughs) That sounds like (laughs) that sounds like the Catholic Church for you. We were told that they were evil just because they weren't Catholic, so that's part of it, too. <laughs> Good call. All right, so we're going to start off with a little background information. Diana Frances Spencer was born on July 1st, 1961 in Parkhouse, Sandringham, Norfolk. I hope I said that right. She was the fourth of five children of John Spencer and Frances Spencer. The Spencer family has been closely allied closely allied with the British royal family for several generations. Diana's grandmothers had served as ladies-in-waiting to Queen Elizabeth, the Queen Mother. Um, I'm not really sure what the hell ladies-in-waiting does. You, do you have any idea what that is? Ladies-in-waiting. I think that they're the ones who like help them get dressed and shit. I thought like, they call those like pour handmaidens. Out, pour out their chamber pots and shit. <laughs> like... Basically, it's like noble women who are kind of paid to like be friends with uh, like princesses and shit, I imagine. Because uh. in the movies, that's what they all are. They're like um, that that movie about um, the Queen of France, um, Marie Antoinette. I'm pretty sure that's what it, the movie was. Mm. But like she had a bunch of ladies in waiting and they were all like her buds and they would all go gambling and drinking together. Okay. So, so probably Diana's grandmother probably, you know, did some blow with the queen or something like just like to party and hang out and have a good time. Oh, I'm sure it was whiskey <laughs> and fucking, yeah, whiskey, <laughs> whores and coke all over the place. <laughs> Traveling to Miami. That's Hell what you do. Yeah. <laughs> Diana came into prominence in 1981 upon her engagement to Prince Charles, the eldest son of Queen Elizabeth II. She was the first wife of Charles, Prince of Wales, and the mother of Prince William and Prince Henry, who obviously we know are still alive today. Um, is Who's the one who just got married? Was that Harry? That one would be Harry. Did I say Henry? I might have said Henry, but Harry. You said Henry. Yep, it's Harry. <laughs> it's an um, H name. Who cares? <laughs> There's actually a great conspiracy about him. Oh, really? Prince I learned this while living over there. Apparently, they don't think that Prince Harry is actually um, Charles's son because apparently Prince Harry looks a lot like um, Princess Diana's boyfriend that she had while she was married to Prince Charles, supposedly. That's why he looks so much different than his dad or his brother. Is he the ginger one? Or an English person. What's that? Is he the ginger one? Yeah, he's the ginger one. Okay. All right. Is Prince William still, or I'm sorry, Prince Charles still alive, or is he dead too? Yeah, he's still kicking. He's uh, he's in his I think 70s, 60s, 70s, maybe. Um, he'll probably be king for like five minutes after Elizabeth <laughs> dies, but she's she's holding on strong. Yeah, um, she's actually, a- great thing about Prince Charles, like for an ugly dude, like back in his 20s, like he really got around. If you watch a documentary about him, kind of gives like other ugly guys hope. Like <laughs> he's famous, he fucking, of course he, he got did. It. He's famous, oh, of course yeah. he did. <laughs> still, though, I mean, even though he was famous and rich, you know, he still got some, uh, still got some ladies out there. So that's a good point. He he was kind of forced to marry Diana, 
So well, supposedly. Okay. Like, I want your opinion before we get too deeper in here. Um, do you think Diana was attractive? For the, I mean, yeah, she's a good looking chick. I mean, yeah. like when she was in her, um, what do you call Like, I don't know how old she was when she got married, but she, I pretty sure I remember that she was pretty young when she got married. Like, okay. She was born in 61 and her and Charles were married in 81. So she was, so she 20. was 20. Yeah. She's yeah. 20. Anyway, uh, so, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, um, she was good looking, but I mean, this is like 80s. Like, she was wearing a lot of 80s clothes, so that always makes them look <laughs> a little weird. I always remember, like, I swear the picture you always see of her is like with that poofy, like, first sweater on. Like, that really, like, it makes them look really big. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it was the 80s, so they had a lot of shoulder pads, too. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> a lot of weird, a lot of weird looking, like, fucking <laughs> pantsuits and shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we need to bring those back. Anyways, <laughs> so Diane and Prince Charles separated in 1992 due to both of them having marital problems and extramarital affairs. The divorce was finalized on August 28th, 1996. We will be talking about some of the people that Diana had um, affairs with later in the episode, but but yeah, she even openly admitted that she she according to her when Charles would cheat on her, she would then cheat on him in retaliation. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I so I assume there wasn't a lot of fucking warm nights in that bed between no, the two of them. So. No, <laughs> apparently not. But yeah, she apparently had a lot of affairs he had obviously had plenty of affairs um but yeah they it was a toxic divorce i think it's pretty safe to say there yeah so uh prince charles's dad philip was a notorious poon hound too like he? he would if you watch if you watch a documentary on them like he fucking got it <laughs> like crazy he was all over the place. I think we actually He's will. Another one that, yeah. I think we'll talk about him briefly too, actually, in this. All right. So on Saturday, August 30th, 1997, Diana left Sardinia on a private jet and arrived in Paris with Dodi Fayed, the son of Mohammed Al Fayed. Um, that's her boyfriend at the time. I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Fayed. Is this yeah, probably close enough? I'm pretty sure it is. Anyway. They had stopped there en route to London, having spent the preceding nine days together on board Mohammed Al-Fayed's yacht, the Jonkel, on the French and Italian Riviera. Riviera. They had intended to stay there for the night. Mohammed Al-Fayed was, was and is the owner of the Hotel Ritz Paris. So that's basically where they were staying at before the events of the crash took place. Now, Henry mm -hmm. Henry Paul... The deputy head of security at the Ritz Hotel had been instructed to drive the black 1994 Mercedes-Benz W140 in order to elude the paparazzi. They had sent out decoy cars to distract the paparazzi while Diana and Dodie then exited through the rear of the hotel and entered the Mercedes-Benz. Apparently the paparazzi are just oh yeah, fucking insane here. Like I uh, I already I already don't like this driver. He has two first names, <laughs> which you never like. If you ever meet anyone like two first names, just like oh, okay, bye. <laughs> you know what the nope. even, what's even worse than that? He's Henry with an I instead of a, a Y. So uh, I know he's French, but 
Come on, guy. Put that Y on there. Anyway. Yeah. You know he's going to be one of the people who says Henry with an I. <laughs> How would you even <laughs> pronounce that in French? Like Henry? Henry? I don't know. Henry? Henry? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All you right. got to drag it out all weird. They like to be different. <laughs> so when they all go into the car, it was Henry Paul driving Trevor, Reese Jones in the front passenger seat, and Diane and Dodie in the rear seats. Most believe that Diane, Diana and Dodie were not wearing seatbelts. At 1.23 a.m., Paul lost control of the vehicle at the entrance to the Ponte de Alma, I think it's Ponte Alma Tunnel. The car struck the right-hand wall, and then they swerved to the left of the two-car carriageway before it collided head-on to the 13th pillar that supported the roof. The car was estimated to be traveling at 105 kilometers or 65 miles per hour. It then spun and hit the stone wall of the tunnel backwards, finally coming to a stop. The impact caused substantial damage, particularly to the front half of the vehicle, as there were no guardrails in between the pillars to prevent this. Witnesses arrived shortly after the accident reported smoke. Witnesses also reported that photographers on motorcycles, aka paparazzi, swarmed the Mercedes sedans before it entered the tunnel. Now, that's going to come back, that's going to be important later on once we get into the conspiracy angle of it. Now, um... Yeah, I imagine those paparazzi were right in there, considering everyone believes that they were hot on their tails, so... (laughs) It's like, okay, you send off decoy cars and all these paparazzi go after them. And yet there's still more paparazzi who are following them. Like, is paparazzi that bad in France? Like, is are well, they Europe, that? Like, European paparazzi is supposed to be, like, much worse. Really? Compared to America. Yeah. Like, they're absolutely fucking terrible. <laughs> like, supposedly. I have, I have no obvious first hand Well, experience, it, do you think... Like, you hear the stories. Do you think that's because in America they're like... Well, I was going to say maybe they're too chubby to, like, chase after them. <laughs> Fit on the back of motorcycles? Yeah. Two fat guys fitting on the back of motorcycles with, like, <laughs> a fucking camera with a lens that's, like, 20 inches long. <laughs> <laughs> no, they'd probably spin out fucking bad bad fucking uh proportions there um no i think it's just like the privacy laws aren't quite as stringent in those countries maybe and it's really competitive like i know in um okay in england there's a ton of like there's a lot of competition um the uh the royal family in england like london they get hounded pretty bad like they can't go anywhere well, yeah, um, yeah, like when that just reminds me, it's a little off topic, but say when I was visiting you there, I was shocked by all the like the Royals shit because I think one of the sons was having his first kid or something. And like that shit was like everywhere in stores. Oh, and, yeah. Like, everything. You re- do you remember that? Yeah, they were commemorative plates. They yeah. were just a ton of shit. I was uh, I was there right um I, I flew in a month before the Queen's Diamond Jubilee, and oh. I have never seen so many flags in my entire life. Like, not even in, like, <laughs> the Midwest during, like, the 4th of July. I've never seen that many flags, ever. Like, it- there were flags on every on every pole. Like, anywhere you could put a flag, there was a flag. Everywhere. In the country. You can never have it enough flags. Amazing. You can never yeah. have enough. So it probably looks like sweet corn days back in Lime Springs. 
Oh yeah, just a little bit worse. <laughs> yeah, they were uh, they were all the red and not the Union Jack. They were the England flag. Oh, okay. Yeah, white yeah, yeah. with a red cross. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so now that we got an idea of what is basically the police report of what actually happened uh, to the car when they crashed, what time they crashed, but we don't really know why it crashed. Could there be a reason? Could there be somebody who wanted to kill Princess Diana? I think this is kind of a... I would say... Really, we kind of know what like the police tell us and all that, but there's still a lot of mysterious things. Like I don't think that many people can confidently say that Princess Diana just it was just a coincidence that she died and crashed in the car. Um, apparently, according to a, U- a UK poll taken in 2003, 27% of British citizens believe that she had been murdered. Now, Dodi's Dodi Fayed's father, Muhammad Al Fayed, believes wholeheartedly. That this was not an accident at all, but she wasn't uh, assassinated. He still complains about this. Like, he has not given up. He thinks that his... I don't know if he thinks his son was assassinated, but he was a byproduct of her assassination. Does that make sense? Well, yeah. I mean, it was a really big stain for the royal family to have, um, like, the ex-princess, like, Princess of Wales... uh, dating a muslim dude right that was a that was a big thing for the country at the time we're gonna we're definitely gonna be covering that because that's definitely a big popular theory um why don't we start off i think i kind of went from like craziest to most logical like we like to do um I, i think we have to start off with you know probably i would say i'd give this a 50 50 and that is barack obama killed her um now how do you feel (laughs) how do you feel about this could barack obama have maybe laid down a rail spike or something punctured her tires caused it to crash well i mean in order to (laughs) um really complicate relations between the western countries and uh islam i could imagine him doing something i mean he would have to travel from mars to france Uh, to get this done because we all know he was in mars at the time right um how old would he have been in 1997 he actually was born in we just did this last week he was born in like 61 Oh, so he was he's the exact same age about as Diana is. Maybe so. he had a super crush on her and then because she wouldn't date him, he took her out. Well, you know, she did reject the reptilian agenda uh, of her um her grand her of the Queen Elizabeth, uh her ex-husband's mother. So, he's obviously a reptilian also, mm. allegedly. Oh, I mean, maybe he's a reptilian hitman. Right. Maybe he spit acid on the road and it punctured the tire and then it blew out and crashed. That could be. <laughs> no, I Old didn't. Barry Sotero act- <laughs> strikes again. Mer- uh, the world's number one assassin, Barry Sotero. All right. Yeah. I, I By didn't- the way, that's uh, that's his assassin name. That's the uh, uh, that whenever he does any bad shit, it's always Barry Sotero. <laughs> No, Allegedly. I, I didn't actually put him in here, but that's going to be our new meme is every conspiracy is going to have why Barack Obama could be involved and why he would have done it. So just it, a little taste of 44. <laughs> right. 
Anyway, so the first one we're going to start off with is Princess Diana was assassinated by angry international arms dealers. Now, this, this one, kind of outlandish, but we probably don't remember because we were so young, but she was very big into the humanitarian aspects of... Um, like, I don't know, rallying and doing campaigns against certain uh, inhumane things. And one of her big, big, big things were um, against the use of landmines. I do remember this. She would show up to minefields. Right. And they would basically escort her, like, through a minefield. Like, she would have to, like, only step where the, the dude in front of her stepped because she was walking through an active minefield. That is terrifying. What happens if you just like accidentally trip or something? <laughs> just get turned yeah, into I red mist or what? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if it was. I'm not sure if it was just for show or if I had like a fever dream and I just remember this wrong for some reason. But I'm pretty sure I do remember her walking through a minefield. Mm. So, which she like the landmine things. That was one of her very very big like humanitarian efforts. Now, were this kind of conspiracy comes into play is that maybe because she was speaking out against landmines these international arms dealers and manufacturers were being upset that they couldn't they weren't selling as many landmines so then they would have killed her off yeah you don't you don't want to fuck with big kablooey like they will <laughs> fucking take you out <laughs> now here's the other thing if it if it was an arms dealer don't you think they would have tried to kill her with the landmine just as like a message? A little too obvious there. Mm, little, right. just a little too obvious. Popping a claymore <laughs> in the road. Um, <laughs> basically jumping the car yeah. when it goes off. That's a little too obvious. It's too like obvious. It's a, me- it's a message, but a little too <laughs> obvious. Now, here, here's where what they might have believed. So we know that the paparazzi were, in fact, chasing their vehicle on the night of the crash. Now, what if they weren't actually paparazzi, but they were assassins hired by the arms dealers posing as paparazzi? And a lot of people claim that when the car was entering the tunnel, it was traveling at a very high rate of speed, and the motorcycles were chasing them almost like they're trying to get away from them, and because of their aggressive maneuvers, it then forced the car to accidentally crash. Does that make sense, kind of? Yeah, it does. Um, also, those roads over there are pretty tiny. So <laughs> in France, and they're old. Yeah, well, in Europe, well, most of Europe, mm. um, but they're very old too. Mm. And yeah, um, like trying to do like maneuvers and stuff, like especially through that tunnel, would be extremely dangerous. Like right. I still remember pictures of that tunnel. It's tiny. I remember that. It's tiny. Um, could have. Could Barack Obama have been one of the international arms dealers who then was chasing after them? I mean, it holds water, of course. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's probably done worse shit. Obama landmines. Obama. Yeah, this seems like a, uh, if you're going to pass in the back a motorcycle, it seems like an out of town thing. You might want to go pick up some people from Oakland or nah. possibly, possibly Pittsburgh. I've, just I, uh, the Pittsburgh assassins might have a bit of a gut. They'd probably want to prefer riding in a car or something, not a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> in the back of an El Camino. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now that we're going to move on to the next one. This one might actually be my 
favorite because it might be actually be the wonkiest one. And that was Diana paid the price for dabbling in the dark arts. It is known that her ex-husband, Prince Charles, had a huge interest in the paranormal and supernatural. Now, Diana and Sarah Ferguson, ex-wife of Prince Andrew, would often seek the counsel of a spiritualist, medium, and psychic sensitive. Now, Simone Simmons was a New Age therapist hired by Diana in 1993 to cleanse Kensington Palace of, quote, negative energy. Simmons later said Diana was growing paranoid and became convinced that the Saudi royal family wanted to kill her. Later, she became paranoid that the CIA was trying to kill her. Now, where the dark arts come into play is they say that Diana was becoming deeper and deeper involved in, like, occult practices, okay? Now, Hmm. have you ever heard with, like, say big musicians get involved with uh, occult shit or like famous people get involved with cult shit and then it kind of they always seem to have like an untimely fate have you ever heard that before yeah it always seems to go like hand in hand with like drug use though too right so that's um, the one the, the occult shit either came from or is a you know yeah cause of uh i feel like use. i feel like so many of the people i could be wrong but like, say, rock stars or like actors, like they get involved with the occult stuff because they believe it's actually going to like give them power to advance their career or like something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's everybody's looking. Everybody's looking for that fuck edge. Yeah. You know? Right. It's why it's why people get into Scientology? They all want to get the <laughs> Tom Cruise treatment. You know. But you have to donate like a hundred million before you learn how to. What do you learn at the top tier? Was it uh, telekinesis? Is that what you learn? I don't know. <laughs> you learn how to like become so clear that you like levitate and shit. Ah, I think that's right. Like, I think allegedly and supposedly both of those. <laughs> so you you become like a like a pure being kind of deal. Ah. All of your feet, all of your thetan, all of your thetans are like working in in congr- like in, in unison, uh, like yeah. an orchestra, yeah. like a perfect song. Hell like, yeah, yeah. Well, so I don't, we all need to. We all need to try to get. That's uh, well, we our know Lord and Savior, well, Ron Hubbard. Well, we know that I don't think Scientology is quite big enough yet for Diana to get involved with it, but maybe she would have. Um, but basically, it continues on that people would uh, claim that Diana would gather some of her closest friends. She had like a special room in her house that they would practice witchcraft, astrology. And apparently summoning dark forces. Um, And then people are leading into this conspiracy that if she was, in fact, messing with occult things, what if she summoned a dark being that then decided to have her killed or kill her, cause the accident or something? I don't know. It's it's really wonky and stupid and kind of out there, but it's fun to talk about. It is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how old would she have been at the time? Like in her... 93 like 93 she'd have been she was born in 61 she'd be in her like early 30s Mm. like i'm pretty sure a lot of chicks at that age are starting to you know kick back into witchcraft like dust off their old ouija boards and shit from when they were teenagers like a lot of the chicks on our instagram are seem to be into that witchcraft stuff so well you know what i think i don't want to generalize anybody you can practice whatever you want but 
I think I feel like our generation is like sick of Christianity and they just everybody wants to find something. You know what I mean? Yeah, everyone wants to find something that works and that's not trying to drain them of money. (laughs) That doesn't pass around a little wicker basket for you to put dollar bills in. (laughs) Here's a gold plate. I want you to put your money on it so we can buy more gold plates. (laughs) Actually, the funny thing was is that the last time I was at that baptism, they got smart. They don't pass around the basket anymore. They have it on a stick. So they, they stick the stick down the aisle. You have to put it in there. And then, you know, so you can't steal the money out of there again. Yeah. If they start getting desperate, they're just going to walk up to you, up by your ankles, start shaking you. <laughs> Have some big motherfucker. Somebody underneath holding a big a big wicker basket, like just catching everything. You mean their altar boys will all be like beefcakes? We'll just fucking like rough <laughs> up anybody who won't give them money. <laughs> well, if the priests had it their way, then yeah, that's probably how they would do it. We got these new oiled up altar boys, brand new. <laughs> we brought in a new crop. <laughs> How old are you, little boy? I'm 39. <laughs> oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> My name's Gary. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to move on to basically probably the ones that everybody believes that Diana was killed by the royals. Now, some believe, like you said, is that the royals were either, say, a reptilian group or they are involved with the Illuminati or maybe they have their very own secret society of some kind. And like you said, they didn't like Diana's lifestyle choices, mainly the divorce, the infidelity, and obviously her relationship with Dodi Fayed, a Muslim man, and they didn't want to, quote, taint their bloodlines now that all kind of makes sense right Mm -hmm. do you think okay like deep down do you think the royals is like a secret society or they could have a secret society or do you think they could be reptilians what do you think phil um well they're definitely if they were a society they're not very secret i mean (laughs) they they're pretty much they're pretty out there they're hiding in plain sight yeah i mean I think that the secret part of it would be that it's not just the royal family. It's there's many like bloodlines. There's many different uh, like all diff- all around the world. There's um, different like royal families, bloodlines, uh, very important people who kind of like even if it's not the Illuminati or the like Masons or anything like that that you've heard of. I think that there is like a uh, Children of Victoria type. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Especially Victoria. She was like the grandmother of the Europe, pretty much, Hmm. of all of the royal families. So, I I mean, there could still be uh, like a secret society just devoted to the offshoots of the royal family. Is Queen Elizabeth related to Queen Victoria? Yeah, she is the um, (laughs) granddaughter. Yeah, great granddaughter, maybe. Yeah, yeah. because her dad um, was the grandson of Victoria, so she's the great granddaughter. Mm, Okay, okay, that makes sense. So I think Victoria died in the 1800s, I believe, right? Yeah, in the 1800s. Yeah, Yeah. which tells you how old Elizabeth is. So should we be worried that? Should we be worried that Meghan Merkel is that her name? That she could potentially be assassinated? 
Ooh, I don't know. I mean, we should, I think uh, I think that they brought her in just to kind of like shine up the old, uh, you know, the old image of uh, the royal family. Like, oh yeah, we got this. Uh, we got this cool American chick. You know, <laughs> she's uh, she did plenty of fucking before she met Harry, but we're cool with her. Yeah, come on in. You know, what if like, she? What if like ten years from now she just mysteriously dies in a car crash, like Princess Diana? I don't think that they're gonna go with the same. Like, they're not gonna kill her the same way. Like, that's too yeah, obvious. They get a. They do a different approach. Like, oh shucks. Hot air balloon accident, you know. <laughs> she got hung up down upside down and just fell out. Yeah, not too bad. <laughs> anyway, back to the subject here. So, like we said, they were worried that their quote bloodlines could be tainted. Now, I think you mentioned this earlier that it was suspected that Diana could have been uh, potentially pregnant with Dodie's child, and obviously they would be really, really upset about that. Now. Dodie's father said that the royal family could not accept that an Egyptian Muslim could even be the stepfather of the future king of England. Those were his exact words. That was an exact quote from him. So he does not like the royals in the least bit. Um, I guess he kind of has a reason to if he genuinely believes that Diana was murdered by him and his son was just kind of a byproduct of it. Yeah. So I mean, anyone whose kid gets, you know takes a stray bullet, it's going to be pretty pissed off yeah. at the person they think who shot him. Yeah. So, you know, I should you got to level with them. You know, you got to feel for him. Right. And I should, I should note too, according to the articles I was reading that her autopsy revealed um, from her blood test and stuff that she wasn't actually pregnant. But again, if this is a high level assassination, they could definitely hide that, right? Oh, yeah. And especially, I mean... One call from the royal family, and it really, I don't think it would matter, like, which government you're in. I think it could get covered up. Right. Like, they have enough money, they have enough pull, that they could probably cover that shit up. Right. All right, continuing on with the royals. Um, so, a lot of people believe that Queen Elizabeth was actually one of the leading forces in killing Princess Diana. So, Queen Elizabeth and her consort, Prince Philip were extremely upset by the nasty divorce between Charles and Diana. Um, they, a lot of people claim that they were very humiliated when like all the news about all the affairs and that Diana was talking openly about her affairs and Princess Charles' affairs and that Princess Diana basically openly admitted that when Prince Charles was cheating on her, then she would cheat on him. And it was a big smear on... I guess the royal's reputation. So, and Queen Elizabeth, I don't know if I've ever even seen her smile, but I can't imagine she would be too happy about this. Oh, yeah. Especially not Queen Elizabeth. I mean, her and Philip, like, they're both part of the old school. Like, they're the last generation of it. But, like, you keep up the facade. Like, you, you know, you don't open up the curtain for anyone. No. And Diana ripped the curtain back and, you know... Just let everyone see in, you know, see past the facade. So, so is um, is Prince Philip still alive? He's dead. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, he's still alive. Okay. So I'm guessing her concert's like her side hoe, kind of. No, they're married. Well, I, I know, but when you, you refer to her, he, when you refer to him as her co- consort, it kind of sounds like he's underneath her. 
Oh, yeah. Well, that's kind of the thing about him. So he's married to her, um, but all of his children take her last name, and he isn't referred to as king because she's the monarch. So if he was called king, then everyone would assume that he's the number one person in that, you know, in that relationship. So he actually has to, like, walk behind her. He's been walking behind her basically her whole life. Okay. So well, I guess if he's cool with that role, that that's fine for him, I guess. And if you believe like the historians and like people who like the biographers, mm-hmm. they probably both wanted to be divorced from each other. Yeah, like, quite a few times. Yeah, like they did not have the happiest of marriage. Like no. Well, it sounds like. Well, I'm gonna talk about it in a minute here. So let me give you a quote from a close friend of Prince Philip. That would be printed in London's Sunday Mirror newspaper the day after Diana's death. So it read, Prince Philip has let it rip several times frequently about the Fayeds at the dinner party. During a country shoot and while on visit with close friends in Germany, he's been banging on about his contempt for Dodie. Diana has been told in no uncertain terms about the consequences should she continue the relationship with the Fayed boy. Now, is does Prince Philip have enough pull where he could threaten Diana's life? You think most definitely, definitely. Oh yeah. So is it like well, is he like number two kind of? Well, he he's um, basically. If you believe the biographers again, like he's kind of the one who's held it all together. Like, okay. All right. Um, so he uh, he's always kind of in the background. But while Di- while Elizabeth was queen, he was kind of like keeping everything in the family together, like mm. keeping the facade up. Mm. So he is he's very powerful in his own right. He's also extremely wealthy. So uh, he's kind of like the has- Dick Cheney of the royals. Yeah, he's, I mean, <laughs> he's not quite a Carl Rove. He's not a background guy. Um, he also, I was going to say this too before, but you just kind of said it. He is known to like have a big mouth and not be able to keep uh, it shut. Like everyone that I talk to about Prince Philip, they're always like, yeah, he kind of just spouts off. Like he'll just say whatever he wants. Um, he gets himself in trouble with the all the people that the royal family has to answer to. Like, mm. So, okay. So he could have definitely said this to his close friend then. And it's very yeah, weird. He's, they would. He's pr- not a tight-lipped person. Well, it's weird that they would print that quote the day after she was dead. Like, obviously, they're going to scour for anybody who can muster up any gossip, you know, possible. But um, Prince Philip was probably regretting that one, I imagine, if he actually yeah. said it. I'm guessing that they were throwing money on the table, too, to anyone who had anything. Oh, yeah, absolutely. At that point, it was a feeding frenzy. Now, to add to, like, what Prince Philip was saying, if he was angry that she was with the Egyptian boy, uh, Dodie, that if Princess Diana was dead, then Princess uh, Charles could have full control of William and Harry without Diana bothering. And I was a little... uh, little was say confused about this part it basically said charles couldn't remarry after he had been divorced from diana initially does that sound right couldn't what okay so they obviously got divorced and the last girl he was having an affair on uh, uh diana with was camelia camilla or whatever and it sounded camilla yeah, camilla, yeah it sounded like 
they couldn't get married while Diana was still alive. Like, he couldn't get remarried after getting divorced. I've never heard that part before. See, I don't know. Um, I don't know for sure. But that's, like, when I was reading stuff, that's almost what it sounded like. Like, yeah, they were divorced, but he couldn't just go remarry somebody else. Remarry the girl that he was having an affair on Diana with. uh, I'm pretty sure they're still together. And I think that they were actually dating before he got married to Diana. He would while uh, while him and Diana were together. This is the girl that he was cheating on Diana with. Then they separated, and he stayed with her. Does that make sense? Yeah, he stayed with Camilla, and he's yeah. still with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Uh, I I wish I should have looked that up, but it's that's what it sounded like. Like he couldn't just initially get remarried to her while Diana was still alive or something. Yeah, I could be wrong. I, that's what it sounded like. Yeah, the problem also was I'm pretty sure Camilla also divorced. So it wasn't a thing where she could become like the Princess of Wales. Oh, okay. So I think that's also a part of it too. So does she have a title now? Uh, I think that she's like a duchess, but I think that she has that all on her. I don't actually think she got any titles from being with Charles. Mm, Okay. All right. Well, anyway, let's uh, continue on here. So, as I mentioned before, it was well known that Diana was starting to get really paranoid towards the end of her life. Um, Diana's butler had actually held on to a letter that Diana had written, and this is what it said here. I am sitting here at my desk today in October, longing for someone to hug me and encourage me to keep strong and hold my head high. This particular phase in my life is the most dangerous. And then it's just blanked out, is planning an an accident in my car, brake failure, and serious head injury in order to make the path clear for Charles to marry. Um, So that, apparently Diana had written that letter. And again, there's that marriage thing again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she actually kind of prophesied her own... uh, Her own death, correct. Her own death from sabotage to the car. Correct. I mean, that's the easiest way to make it appear as an accident, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, um, what? You cut the brake lines and then the accumulator only has like three brakes left in it. Hmm. So you get some motorcycles chasing you down. You use up those three brakes. Suddenly you're down in a tunnel with no brakes. Right. That's uh, a pretty scary situation. That we might talk about a little later on here. It sounded like it was more a problem... If there was a problem with the car, it was more of a problem with the accelerator. Like, the accelerator getting stuck. You know what I mean? Because they were oh, traveling yeah. at such a high speed. But any- And then you just, yeah. So, during the time that this letter was written, Diana was actually having co- uh, problems with her vehicle. But none of it, obviously, was fatal yet. But she claims that there were certain weird issues with her cars. Um, and then it gets weirder when her former bodyguard was killed, and then she believes that he was killed because they were lovers. Um, his name was Barry Manaki. Have you ever heard of this guy? No, I haven't. So while she was still married to Prince Charles, she was having an affair with this bodyguard. Um, and then- Basically anybody with a dick <laughs> who was around her. <laughs> well, she seemed to... I'll say this from her quotes, um, and we're going to be talking about one from her, that she, like, really, really, actually, I think, was in love with this guy. 
Like, it wasn't just an affair. I think she, like, really, really loved this guy. And then, obviously, he died. Um, So, in 2004, a tape circulated with Diana talking about Barry. She said about the affair, but it was all found out, and he was chucked out of royal protection. Then he was killed. I think he was bumped off. So, why she believes this is because he was, again, killed in a traffic accident in 1987, Uh, The report says that he was riding passenger with a police officer, apparently, on some Suzuki motorcycle, and they ran into a car, and then they were both murdered. And obviously, when that happens with one of Diana's ex-lovers, people are going to say maybe Prince Charles was jealous and then had him killed off, something like that. You know what I mean? That's such an embarrassing way to die, riding bitch on the back of a Suzuki <laughs> on a, in a, with a cop. That's it's it's an odd way to die. <laughs> you know, uh, maybe they were just really close friends, Phil. Let's not, I don't know, is it more acceptable in Europe for two men to ride on a motorcycle together? Uh, probably. <laughs> they're, uh, they're a little different over there. Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, what what country were they in? Was it? Um, let me see. I know in Asia, it's super normal for like entire families to be on a motorcycle. Um, I believe it's just in London. Uh, but not that there's anything wrong with two men riding on a motorcycle, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I want to state that very clearly. You ride with whoever you want to ride with, but, uh, yeah, there's stigmas in America if, and that you can't even nobody can even deny that. I'm sorry, you can't even deny that. But um, yeah, if you're gonna have anyone on the back of your Harley, it's gonna be an ugly bitch, <laughs> and you're gonna have a shirt that says, "If you can read this, the bitch fell off." That's what. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's God. what you got in America. I'm. You know what? I'm so sick of motorcycles right now. Like today, <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna say this. Obviously, people can probably hear motorcycles sometimes when we're recording. But fucking A, man, I, like if there's any good part of winter, it's that I never have to hear a goddamn motorcycle again. It's like motorcycles are fine, but why do they have to floor it off every stop sign? Like, can't you just drive it normal? Why do you have to floor it and just rev the shit out of it? You know what I mean? Yeah, if they uh, if they wanted to just drive it normal and not rev the shit out of it, they would be just driving vehicles. They wouldn't yeah. need they that's it's the point of it all, you know, right? They're going to say otherwise, but yeah, it's that <laughs> like you never, you never hear anyone take their motorcycle to the shop because it's, it's too loud. No, you know, it's, no. it's weird. It's weird. It's, it's a little too loud. Can we tone this down a little bit? I'm <laughs> yeah. Can we, can we take this down or not? My neighbors, uh, my I'm, neighbors say, I'm waking up my neighbors. Yeah. My neighbors say I'm really obnoxious and I should turn it down a little bit. No, that, that doesn't happen. Yeah, if you told a bike mechanic that you were worried about being obnoxious, they'd probably take the fucking keys away from you. <laughs> like, you don't deserve this. You're not a real bike trip. You're not a real rider. <laughs> All right, so continuing on here, um, the next one is that her driver, Henry Paul, was paid by either the French or United Kingdom governments to purposely crash the car. But this doesn't really <laughs> make sense because he was killed instantly in the car crash and it is pretty well known that he was drunk and they believe he was under the influence of prescription drugs so he probably shouldn't have been driving anybody at all that night you know yeah i've been waiting to ask this if you had read into 
what his blood alcohol level was, what drugs were in his system, because I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, he was. Like, over, it is well. It is well known. He's over the. He was over the um, um, blood alcohol limit for driving. I think it was like one point something. I don't remember what, but the drugs part, they don't know for certain if he was on drugs, but a lot of people believe he was drunk and popping pills, which if you do that, you get like immensely fucked up. Yeah, pills and alcohol yeah. are not something that you should mix <laughs> together. <laughs> okay, now this part of it post-crash um, is a little weird. So did you know she was still alive after the crash? No, I didn't. I thought that she died instantly also. No. So, in fact, during the crash, only uh, Henry uh, only Henry Paul was killed instantly. Diana and Dodie were still alive as well as um, Trevor in the front seat. So, this is where it gets weird. So, they crashed the car um, a, little, a little after midnight, I believe. And she was, when the ambulance arrived, she was taken out of the car at about 1 a.m., okay? She sat yeah. in the ambulance until 1.41 a.m. and then was finally transported to the hospital at 2 a.m. She's still alive this whole time. And at 4 a.m., she finally passed away. So... From the crash till she got to the hospital, she was still alive. And then when it was too late, when she got to the hospital and they were trying to, like, you know, fix her. Um, basically how she died from what I was reading. So her her heart had gotten pushed over and then it had severed one of the arteries. So she, like, bled out internally, obviously. So yeah. that's, man, that's fucking brutal. I've never even heard of that before. But obviously if you're getting... In a car crash at a high rate of speed, you know. But what, where the conspiracy lies with this is that why yeah. didn't they take her to the hospital immediately? You know what? Goddamn socialist medicine. <laughs> That's why. You can all bring it back to that. You know socialist what their, fucking medicine. Do you know what their explanation is? Is that in France, they try to fix you in the ambulance before they will actually take you to the hospital. So a lot of people believe that if she would have just been taken to the hospital immediately after the crash, instead of fucking two hours later, uh, actually like two and a half hours later, that she would have still been alive. Or they could have oh, fixed I'm her, found her heart thing or whatever. Oh, I'm sorry. The doctor is enjoying a macaron cigarette. <laughs> he cannot be bothered right now with pushed over severed heart. He's, he's, got, his, he's got his biscotti and espresso. Don't bother him right now. <laughs> We're going to let the $15 an hour EMT take care of this. Actually, back in the day, he was probably making like like $8 an hour. We're going we're <laughs> to let them take care of this. No offense to EMTs. You guys do a great fucking job out there. But <laughs> but, but yeah, so um, I think that is one of the more fishy things. Because like, I thought they were all dead. you know. And after the crash, Dodie died. Diana died. Henry Paul died. But the passenger in the front seat was still alive. He's still alive. He was he was banged up, but he didn't get killed. He's the only one in the car crash who didn't get killed. So I I, I thought that um help couldn't arrive as quickly as it should have because the paparazzi I thought that they wouldn't like let the cops or the ambulance like come near it because they were like taking pictures and shit. I thought that that was also part of it, that they were we, obstructing. 
we we're going to be talking about they're the very last conspiracy theories of paparazzi and yeah they they are were a pain in the fucking ass for this whole situation um I from guess- what i from basically the joke is that they that they would have like stepped on diana's neck get a better shot like- <laughs> well allegedly there is a story that came out that i was reading so apparently after the crash happened that they suspect or they claim some paparazzi, like one of them actually went to get help, you know, call an ambulance. But a lot of them were just sitting there taking pictures of her. And apparently while they were taking pictures of her, when she was in the car accident, uh, they recalled her saying like, stop it or like quit it or like something like that. Like she was still conscious enough to tell them to quit fucking taking pictures of her while she's like after this horrific car accident. You know what I mean? While she's dying in the back yeah. seat of a about to be on fire vehicle. Right. Like <laughs> Right. So it's like these fuckers were just like mosquitoes, man. They just wouldn't they wouldn't leave her leave them alone at all. So ba- basically probably the most probable thing of what could have happened. And keep in mind maybe the paparazzi were hired by the Royals too. I don't know. But so like we said earlier, a lot of people were saying that because the paparazzi were chasing them so aggressively, it caused Henry Paul to then hit the accelerator, uh, trying to outrun him, and then obviously it caused them to crash the car. Now, there were some that speculate they were witnessing the car going into the tunnel, and there was a shitload of bright flashing lights, like from fucking cameras, that was could have blinded Henry Paul, and then in incidentally caused the fucking vehicle to crash does that make sense that actually makes the most sense yeah. and if you combine that with all the drugs and alcohol system right, right. that that, that kind of makes sense yeah so basically they're just being pricks who are fucking chasing him and maybe if he like if he's hopped up on alcohol and pills and you got a you're going into a dark tunnel and you got a bunch of fucking bright lights hitting your eyes you know you can't see shit so I, th- I thought they said they were going 65, or I think the speed limit was like maybe like 30 miles an hour on that road or whatever, so he was going way over it. Yeah, you got to remember that those paparazzi, I mean, they're obviously out there doing their job. Uh, it's not their job to chase someone down a 35 at 60-some miles an hour and into a tunnel. But, I mean, if they get the right picture, they could be set. Like, right. if they could catch a picture of, like, Diana... Like making out with Dodie in the back seat, like there—that's it. <laughs> that's They're the good. gold. That's the money for shot for a while. That's well, no, like obviously, you know. Yeah. Like well, they the- always want to try to get like nude photographs or you know the sex pics or whatever they're trying to get. But I mean, that pic would have made them if they could have gotten that picture. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize. Like, I mean, I know tabloids are bad and annoying as fuck, but uh, apparently in Europe they're way worse than they are here yeah I think that in um what's uh Prince William's wife's name uh there was a picture of her she was like sunbathing topless and a paparazzi had gotten that picture and I'm pretty sure he sold it for a lot of money oh Jesus I I don't doubt that in the least bit to be honest with you yeah it might not be her I might be thinking of an actress but I'm pretty sure that like a lot of money was changed hands for that picture. Oh, I don't doubt it. 
Um, yeah. Let me let me read you this very last line here that I actually thought was really really interesting. So France Info Radio reported that one photographer was beaten by witnesses who were horrified uh, at the scene. So again, he was taking so many pictures that people fucking beat his ass because he wouldn't fucking stop taking pictures of her like mangled body. Um, after the crash, five of the paparazzi were taken into custody and later two others were detained and about 20 rolls of film were taken from the paparazzi and those rolls were all uh, basically film of her what she looked like post-crash. That's how many pictures they had and the cops confiscated them. Um, which is a little fishy too, kind of, but that's apparently why you can't find any pictures of her, like what the car crash, like she looked like post car crash or whatever, because the cops confiscated them from everybody. Yeah, that actually makes me a little happy to hear. Uh, if it is just a case of drunk driver being chased by paparazzi, it's good to hear that like they didn't get to sell any of those pictures. Right. Right. Oh, not only did they not get to sell any of those pictures, but they also either got arrested or got their asses beat. <laughs> like, it's nice to hear that normal good people like beat the fuck out of some asshole. Yeah, I I totally agree. Now, um, I guess you could always keep looping around the conspiracy that you know maybe the paparazzi were being hired by somebody or whatever to do this, or what if their pictures or they were assassinated and then they confiscated their pictures because maybe there's something revealing on there. Do you know what I mean? That also could uh, be a possibility. Um, You think that maybe some evidence? Yeah. um, Like what if there was something like maybe there's a picture of the car and like you could see something that had punctured a tire or like something like that. You know what I mean? Because the driver's dead. So he's really the only one who would kind of feel what happened. Or bullet holes or anything like that. Like maybe the tire got shot out. Right. Right. That's a good point too. That was a, a torn brake line. Something like that. There was, I, yeah. did, I didn't include it in here, but there's like one line, some pop or like smear paper wrote that uh, Prince Prince Charles had like a helicopter full of gay men that shot, shot the tires out of the car and caused it to crash or something <laughs> like that. Was it, did they suspect he used to be gay or something? I've never heard that before. That was the first like, time I read it, too. I could just be a smear thing, but... He was, uh... How did they describe him? He, like, his father, Philip, is obviously, the, like, he's an athletic dude, you know, like, big into sports, like, went to this, like, school. He was the tough guy at his school. And then Prince Charles is, like, the exact opposite of Philip. He's, like... Not a tough guy at all. He's not an athlete. He's soft-spoken. He's a gentle soul type dude. So, I mean, maybe that's where it comes from, but... It could be. Yeah. I've never heard... Because, I mean, like, there's tons... Like, you talk about, like, paparazzi, people taking pictures. There was tons of pictures taken of Charles with his girlfriends. Like, when he was, like, uh, coming up. Like, before he married Diana. You would... There was, like... There's tons of those pictures. So, oh, you mean like, like he all his ladies before Diana like he had a lot of them, you're saying? Like a lot lot of them? Not a, I don't know about a lot lot of them, but there is like there's pictures of him and like a lot of women, like mm. him going out with women. So, that also could be 
just a a cover, <laughs> a cover for him. Yeah, could be. But like his dad's like, you gotta act like a straight straight man. Take pictures with all these beautiful women. <laughs> Bring on the line of ladies. <laughs> all right, Tuesday night you're going with him to the Wednesday night. I don't know why he sounds like a fucking like a loan shark from fucking. You'd probably be like, if John John Travolta and Tom Cruise can do it, son, you can do it too. (laughs) Don't worry, kid. (laughs) Anyway, Phil, um, so let's say, which do you, okay, let's start out with this. Do you believe that she could have been assassinated? Does any part of you percentage wise say she was killed for some reason? I'm going to say a solid 6% that she was just because that she was assassinated by either the gun people, the Royal family, the Saudis, like somebody, somebody took them out that night. Um, I'll give it 6% just because there's a lot of smoke there. Um, most likely I would give the other 94% (laughs) to bad driving conditions and drugs and alcohol in the system yeah like and the fact that these little fucking vampire assholes were chasing them <laughs> so i mean if you have ever seen like when the camera gets flipped on these paparazzi like a lot of them do look like soulless little beans so i've never watched the movie oh. nightcrawler have you yeah i have it, he's I've, in that movie he uh he actually like he's in a the scene of a crime like before the cops get there and he like takes he's taking pictures and he actually starts staging the bodies mm. to like look better for his pictures is that movie pretty creepy i've heard it's creepy yeah it's pretty it's pretty creepy mm. um fucking jake gyllenhaal is in that movie yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i remember him well um i'm gonna give what my you, oh i was gonna what uh, what do you think about it i don't know i'm really conflicted on this because i i we live in America, so we don't really have to worry about them. But I don't trust. I feel like the royal family has some deep, deep secrets. Even though a lot of people, like some of our European fans or whatever, just claim the royals are effectively like the Kardashians of fucking England right now. But uh, I don't know. I feel like Elizabeth and Prince Philip had a lot of reason why they didn't like Diana for quote unquote embarrassing their family. Now. Was she assassinated? I don't know. I'd probably give it more like a 20% chance she was. but I, Really? 20? Yeah. I don't know. Wow. Something just seems really fishy. Like, why was she so paranoid up until her death? Why was she so worried that someone was going to get her? And then she just dies. You know, something seems yeah. weird about that. Because, you know, like, she's afraid of the Saudi family. She's afraid of the CIA. She was afraid of the royal family. She was like... This is coming from somewhere, and I don't think it was known that she was a pill popper, a drug addict. Not that I've ever heard. Maybe she you was. Don't think, I don't know. You don't think that the mental illness might not have come from the uh, the stress? And <laughs> yeah, you know, okay, yeah, yeah, like that's a good pill popping and the that's a good you know, point. And she was running away from a bunch of inbred fucking assholes <laughs> who may or may not have been trying to turn her into a reptilian, right? So. Maybe she knew they were reptilians and they had her killed so she didn't expose it. Yeah. And also, she's trying to fight custody away from her kids' grandmother, right. who happens to be the most powerful human being on Earth, right. possibly. 
Right. Like that was the other thing. Like the custody battle uh, must have been getting pretty nasty. And after the separation, they had to pay off Diana. I forgot to put yeah. in that, but they paid her. Like she got a huge lump of some money out of them. So I'm sure they didn't one like thing, that. One thing you didn't mention is technically Queen Elizabeth owned. Uh, she was the main guardian of William and Harry. Like it wasn't Diana or Prince Charles. Like it's Queen Elizabeth. Like yeah. with uh, with the kids that um, Prince William has. Like technically, they are like underneath the guardianship of Queen Elizabeth. Also, really, yeah. Like she, since she's the queen, she's the main person who makes decisions. Like, say Prince William wants to take his kids to America, he has to ask Queen Elizabeth for permission. No shit. Yeah. Jesus. And I mean, they they might not be doing that very much since it's the kids is uh, like because <laughs> they're like. 30 years old. <laughs> yeah. Since they're like in their, well, no, since, I mean, it's the kids. No, it's not William asking permission for himself to go. It's him asking for permission for the, the future King of England to go to America. Gotcha. Like, okay. All right. Okay. That makes yeah. sense then. I mean, it kind in of, that family, she has a lot of power. It kind of makes sense too, because her technically Charles and Diana were in such like a aggressive divorce and they probably were neither more responsible parents at the time. You know what I mean? That could be too. Well, no, this is rules. This is like the rules of the royal oh. family. Oh, no, this is, this okay. is, this goes back. This is she. No. So she is the matriarch. She's the main one. So like she has guardianship basically of all of the children. I got you. Okay. I thought you were saying that. While they're getting divorced, she got custody of the kids. No, no, this is a this is a this, this is, is a matriarch. Like, this oh, is a monarchy. Oh, okay, all yeah. right. No. Anyway, back to what we we're saying. I think I am in a majority with you. Is that she got into a car with a man who is in- intoxicated, and then he had the fucking uh, mosquitoes chasing him around and. He was probably trying to get away from them and went way too fast while you're fucked up, crashed the car, and incidentally ended up uh, killing, you know, three of them. So, which is too bad. But I still, I don't know. Part of me just thinks there's something, something fishy here. Like it just, something has just never sat right with me about her death. But, you know, maybe it was just an accident. But we'll never know. But now, Phil, if our audience wants to let us know what they think happened to Diana, where they, can they do that? Uh, well, we got an email that we've been checking, uh, subliminaldpodcast at gmail.com. If uh, anybody wants to get a hold of us, give us their uh, uh, theories about how Queen, uh, Queen Elizabeth may or may not have taken out Diana. <laughs> you can go ahead on there. We also... Uh, it's easier and more likely to check this on Instagram at subliminal deception uh, on Instagram. Uh, we check that much more often. Uh, I have my own SD pod. Phil is on Instagram and Cody, you've got a few. Yeah. You can add my personal Instagram at Cody Zabub. Uh, you can add my other podcasts at Bumblebutt podcast. If you're into uh, true crime, paranormal, all that fun stuff, uh, give that a listen to. Uh, the final thing we need you to do is to log on to Apple Podcasts, iTunes, 
and leave the show a five-star review. Just write a little note in there. It doesn't really matter what you say. It's just for the rankings and helps Subliminal Deception get more exposure, helps us grow, helps us continue to make the show even better. So thank you for those who have taken the time to do that for us. And we hope if you haven't, you will take, you know, three minutes and do it for us. So anyway, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. It's going to be a little longer than what we normally do, but I don't think you'll mind. And otherwise, we will see you guys next week. All right. Thanks, guys.